Today's epistle lesson comes from 1 Peter, the third chapter, verses 18 through 22. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison who in former times did not obey, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight people, were saved through water. And baptism, which this prefigured, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him. The word of the Lord. My friends, no matter how much we twist or turn it, I believe that all of us share three common things, three things in common which are life, the temptations of life, and the reality of death. Yes, our lives may be individually, has, have, may have individually taken on different meanings or have dealt us different hands. And yes, we may have temptations and troubles along the way, but we are not doomed to those facts of life even before we die because of Jesus Christ. Of course, this is different than what Marvin Gaye stated in his song, Troubled Man. He said, there's only three things that are for sure. Taxes, death, and trouble. Of course, we can choose not to pay our taxes and deal with the IRS. And yes, we can choose a life of trouble but it would only lead to more trouble down the line. However, no matter how hard we try, we cannot choose to avoid death. Yet, our death can never be compared to the death of Jesus who resisted the temptations of life and freely gave himself once and once for all, that we may have the right to the tree of life. It doesn't matter if we're young or old, rich or poor, hold a fancy title or live, in a, live a common life. Jesus' sacrifice was not exclusive. It is here where we are, we are challenged to live a life with the help of the Spirit that is pleasing and acceptable to God. It is not about mere works. Rather, the challenge is to live a life on purpose for the sake of Jesus Christ. And my, I believe as believers, we are pressed to honor and follow Jesus by becoming conduits of his love, grace, justice, compassion, and mercy to all persons. Although it is, not put, it is not put to us to die for others in a manner remotely close to Jesus. 
And Peter reminds us of this reality in this epistle where he stated in verse 18, For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He reminded his listeners, as we too are reminded, that Jesus died and was resurrected to give all people hope and a new life in the Spirit. It was through Jesus that we could rely on our faith and press towards the light of his salvation, which makes us alive in the Spirit. This also helps us to avoid the temptations and troubles of bad decisions. You know, my brother, my younger brother, is the one who continually reminds me of my troubles caused by my bad decisions when I was young. He has a way of remembering a phrase that I definitely don't remember. He would always tell us, especially when family would gather together, he, he said, I said, What's yours is mine's, and what's mine's is mine's, and you better not touch it or else. It's amazing how he have a memory that uh, um, um, a memory about certain things that I don't. I was the best kid in the family. Of course, my mother did not buy that selfish claim, and as you can guess, I got in trouble a lot. However, even in my troubling times as a child, I remember my mother reminded me, reminding me that she loved me despite my troubling ways. And she also reminded me that God loved me despite my troubling ways. She also stated repeatedly that Jesus did not intend for us to be selfish or do things that hurt or discount the equality or fairness towards others. Although my mother's reminders were mostly related to me bullying my siblings, I took it to mean much more, especially as I got older. As I began to travel from one local community to another and from one country to another country, I saw perhaps actions compared to my troubling ways as a, troubling, as a child. I saw lots of fighting, ugliness, hatred, division, and backbiting to the point that I became sick. Unlike my bullying actions towards my siblings, I saw and experienced racism, sexism, classism, greed, and outright evilness. I remember stating to some of my friends and colleagues that I wanted to take all the bad people of the world and isolate them to a dismal and remote area where they would kill off each other. As lofty as I wanted to be about love, mercy, and equality, as well as punish all the bad people of the world, I recall the words of my mother and this epistle from Peter as read earlier. 
with the help of the Spirit, I remembered that it was Jesus and Jesus alone who died once and once for all creation. He died for the righteous and the unrighteous. He died for all races, all genders, all classes, all creeds and nationalities, those who are marginalized, bad people as well as those that are, are of high regards. All, my friends, means all. Least we should condemn anyone or deny anyone the ability to receive and embrace Christ's salvation offer. In fact, I argue as believers, by grace and through Jesus Christ, we all are engrafted into one large community of faith. We all are family under God. Yes. I still wrestle with temptations such as wanting to punch my brother out of love every time I see him. Yes, I still wrestle with the things that bad people do. And yes, I know that we are going to make some mistakes. However, let us not take the sacrifices of Jesus for granted. And let us endeavor to make a positive impact in the areas and lives that we are led to serve as led by the Spirit. This day, my friends, I encourage you as I encourage myself. Let us not hold ourselves too much in contempt and learn from our shortcomings. And in closing, Jesus resisted temptation, even from the adversary, and made the ultimate sacrifice for all creation. He died once and once for all. Therefore, let us consistently be reminded that we are all saved by grace. Least we should ever think that we are good without God's help. Again, my friend, he died once and once for all. And finally, let us remember our baptism and be glad in it. Praise God that Jesus did not discriminate or made his love exclusive for some and not for all. Indeed, my friends, that's a thought. That's worth sharing out loud, always. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.